0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a late television show and an early morning workout. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. I don't watch a lot of television, but I do enjoy a little bit. My wife and I in particular watch shows like Homeland or or other other kind of drama shows at night after we, we get the kids down and our days are long. And you know, we got our boys we're grinding through homeschooling, we got work to get done, we keep the house in order, all these different things and at the end of the day, man, it's really the only time we can connect. It's like 830, 845 the kids have stopped coming out of their rooms. Laundry's put away. Kitchen's cleaned. And that's it. That's that's the time when we get to hang out. So we watch a show. Usually starting around 9 o'clock. Watch a show. And the shows are great. If you've never seen Homeland, it's great. A really great series. So we watch one, and we're like, ah, it's like 9.50. should watch another one. Ah, okay, fine. I'm figuring it'll be like 10.40. By the time the next one's done, I can get to bed. But 10.40 rolls around, and damn, son, you know that Homeland did a good job. So you're, you are you got to watch one more. So before you know it, it ends up being something like, you know, some ridiculous time. It's like 11.30 or, or almost midnight. You're like, where did the day go? Now, this is not a huge deal, but in my life, I usually have aspirations... Of, of waking up and working out or doing something, right? So I really want to work out, but the problem is I can't. I can't really work out that effectively. If I'm running off of six hours sleep. Now, when I say effectively, they, anyone listening to this can say, "All right, look, well, you could get up and you could work out." Yes, yes, I can. And let me be clear. When I say effectively, I'm I'm looking at working out in a way that improves my life. Okay. I don't have to work out for any particular uh, tournament or like a marathon or a rowing race. So in those instances, I, f- I find myself giving up the quality of my life for the better workout. So I will run off of just a couple hours sleep and make sure I get that time and it could be, I go to meet people training early and there's a cost there. There's a cost there because what what happens if I run off of very little sleep and I force myself to work out? I'm not the same kind of person. And let me be really clear. I'm a much worse person. I'm less patient with my kids. And I spend a lot of time at home with them. You know, When I'm not tutoring, I'm at home as a, as pretty much everyone is. It's not like I'm out doing things so i spend a lot of time with them and if i'm if i'm running low on patience that's that's a problem i'm i'm less patient with my wife and my wife and i are partners and we're always troubleshooting things and and i need to have patience and i need to have my intellect and i need to have understanding so that when we hit roadblocks, when we have issues, I can, I can turn on my brain and find solutions so that we both end up happy. And I do this very frequently, but man, if I'm running off of six hours of sleep, it's really hard. It's really hard to take care of home. And the biggest issue is my students. I have classes that run till nine, nine 30, sometimes 10 PM and and man, when I get off class at nine o'clock and I go home and I watch a show, I feel great about it. But if I don't get sleep that night, there's no way I can perform at the level that I do at seven thirty or eight o'clock. I can't have joy in my heart. I can't have humor. I can't have patience. I can't have a willingness to explain concepts over and over and over. I just, I don't have that if I'm running off of very little sleep 5-6 hours and so the morning workouts they fall by the wayside sometimes and if that means that I don't get a workout because once everything starts going in the house man that's how it goes but I've really I've really been recently taking a hard look at that and I was on a run I was on a run the other day a long run and, and I was thinking about these things and, and the situation I find myself in with the balance of, you know, watching a late night show with the wife and also trying to get up early, trying to be a good dad, be a good husband, be a good teacher. I was thinking about all of these things. And what I eventually realized was that I was treating both of these things differently, Okay, and what I mean by that is I was treating the TV show as the rock. And I was treating the workout as kind of like, you know, water that goes around the rock. If the rock gets put in place, the water has to bump out of the way. What I should have been doing is treating them both as rocks. Okay, if if you have one rock in one spot, you can't put another rock in the exact same spot. That's not a complex concept. But what I have it here is a requirement for sleep for all kinds of reasons. And what I was doing is getting that extra sleep because I felt I could move the early morning workout out of the way. And so I would prioritize the late night television. I would prioritize that rock. I was like, look, I can't move this thing and this is this is where it is. And what I realized is if I forced myself to get up in the morning say like 6, 6.30 and go for this run, there would be a difference in what happened at 10 o'clock at night. Because I was only able to stay up to 10, 11, and sometimes 12 a.m. watching shows because I hadn't got up early. I didn't realize that. I was sleeping enough because I was giving up the run, which allowed me to keep staying up late. And so what I've done in recent weeks is said, okay, look, we're going to switch this up. I'm going to get up early and go for these runs. It doesn't have to be a crazy run. I'm not out there crying and killing myself, but I'm going to get up early and go for a run." That's gonna become the rock. That's gonna become the unmovable object. And I'm gonna see what happens at night. I'm gonna see what happens with my students and me and, and the late night shows. What happened was exactly what I thought. As soon as ten o'clock rolls around, ten thirty, I'm already falling asleep. Because I changed the thing that I decided couldn't be changed. I had initially thought the TV couldn't be changed. And I was like, no, let's make the run the thing that can't be changed. No matter what, you're going to get up and do that. And everything else in my life fell in line. The late night television automatically cut itself off because I would just fall asleep. And it's not like I'm trying to neglect my wife. and It's not like I dislike the show or I don't want to watch it anymore. But I just can't, I can't fudge on it anymore. I just pass out. I think this is a pattern that plays out in a lot of people's lives. They have these things they want. They have these considerations. I want to hang out with my wife, or I want to eat this food, or I want to do this. And these little pleasures become prohibitive to other things that they want to do, other things that they, they know are good for them, like getting up early and going for a run. And if you can just flip those things around and say, no, the run is going to be the foundation. I'm going to allow the run to make the other activities impossible. The run will make eating bad food prohibitive and staying up late prohibitive. The run will make all of these other things that I've been putting in front of it impossible. And you can do that. You can let those things happen. You can let that shift happen. But you have to first change the thing that you feel like always gets changed. The thing that you really want to do, it always gets pushed away. That needs to stop getting moved. And I'm telling you, odds are if you do that, the world will fall in line. I'm Matt Todd, and this is The Engine That Drives Me. Go out and crush it. Thank you, everyone, and please do remember the essay classes are lining up daily, as are the SAT and ACT review. If you need some help, just hit me up.